Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy, and today I'm bringing you guys a 12-team standard mock draft on Fantasy Pros Draft Wizards. I'm going to be drafting up against the computer. If you guys want to get anything from Fantasy Pros, all of their links are going to be down below in the description. So this is a 12-team standard draft. We're going from pick numero four. The roster positions go as one quarterback, two running backs, two wideouts, a tight end, flex, kicker, defense, and six bench spots. I have the Hall of Fame package on Fantasy Pros, so I'm going to go ahead and select the Yahoo, ASPN, and NFL pre-draft rankings, as well as the expert rankings, so it's going to consolidate all of those and put them together. So before we get into this mock draft, I'd like to ask you guys, could please go down below and click that subscribe button if you end up enjoying at any point. It's free. I'm going to help you guys win your fantasy football championship come the end of December, so please join, and I make videos every single day for you guys. So let's get right into the draft. Obviously, this is on the Fantasy Draft Wizard, so we're going to be dra- Fantasy Pros Draft Wizard, so we're going to be drafting up against robots or the computador, so it's not real people. I do mock drafts with real people as well. These typically can go a lot faster, not for the video's sake, because I like to go in-depth and explain each pick. So as you can see on the right side of the screen, but I'm going to pull it up to be the biggest part of the screen, you can see the draft board right now. This is a 12-team draft, like I said, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott. Now, since we're in a standard league, Michael Thomas will probably end up going later since a lot of his volume is in the pass catching game, which should be pretty obvious to you because he's a fucking wide receiver. But what I meant is a lot of his volume comes from the catching, not the yards that he gets, which obviously he's going to get a bunch of yards too. He's going to be probably the number one or number two fantasy wide receiver when the season comes to an end. But as of right now, in a standard league, I like to attack the running back position. And in standard leagues, obviously guys like Alvin Kamara, who are great pass catchers, move down. Now, Dalvin Cook is obviously ranked as the sixth guy. I have no idea where he's going to be going, to be honest with you. Right now, it doesn't seem like he's moving at all. He's going to be a guy still picked in the first round. But come August, if he doesn't sign anything, they don't do anything, he doesn't come out of the holdout, then maybe Maybe he moves down to like a third round pick, but right now I've seen him mostly going in the first round of all my drafts. But we're going to go with Derrick Henry here. This guy's a beast in standard leagues. He's an absolute beast because the guy just gets the ball a million times. You don't have to worry about the catching because he only catches 20 balls. That doesn't actually deflate his numbers, even though it still helps catching the passes because you get those receiving yards. But at the end of the day, Derrick Henry is one of those guys that you think of, hey, who could be the rushing leader? Who can win the rushing title this year? In the NFL, you think of Derrick Henry, and I think Derrick Henry could do it yet again. He's going to be a beast this year. They're going to run him into the goddamn dirt because they don't want anything to do with him for the future, which is kind of sad for the guy because they franchise tagged him, and he's the reason why they won all those games last year, but hey, that's how the NFL runs because running backs aren't super duper important, and Dalvin Cook will likely figure that out soon. Michael Thomas comes at the 105, followed by Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, Aaron Jones, Julio Jones, Nick Chubb, DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, Josh Jacobs, Adam Thielen, and Patrick Mahomes. So putting in these new rankings made this shit go absolutely crazy. Terry McLaurin in the second round is unheard of. Do not do that. Adam Thielen will likely end up being a second round pick, even though right now he's not going around there. Now we're drafting in a standard league, so don't be taking two wide receivers back to back. Three teams did it, which is good for us. But not something I would necessarily advise. I think going two running backs back-to-back is the best strategy like that guy did with Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, and Josh Jacobs, Pat Mahomes coming at the pick 208. Very, very obviously going to happen in a lot of your at-home leagues. Now, if you're drafting with guys that watch fantasy videos, they listen to fantasy podcasts, like or they like read about fantasy, they're not going to be drafting Pat Mahomes in the second round, most likely. But in your at-home league, you don't have all these sharps most of the time, so Pat Mahomes could go in the first round. But typically, you see him go around the third or fourth round, as well as Lamar Jackson. Same thing goes with those big three tight ends, especially Kittle and Kelsey, the big two guys. You see them go in the first three or 
or four rounds. Typically, once one guy gets picked, the other gets picked, just like we'll probably see Lamar Jackson go shortly after since Pat Mahomes just came off the board. So now we're looking to get a running back yet again. Looking at guys still on the board, Kenyon Drake, Miles Sanders, Austin Eckler, Todd Gurley, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire would be the guys we would be looking at. So based off of what I think, obviously I think Austin Eckler is going to be great, but obviously the pass-catching game is a main part of his volume. While I think his volume is going to increase in the rushing game, I think that Kenyon Drake is overall the safer bet. I love Kenyon Drake for this season. These guys are all that are available, all guys like ranked 8 through 12 in my rankings, so they should all be good, but Kenyon Drake to me is personally the guy I like, especially since the Cardinals looked like not that super heavy air raid offense deep down at the end of last season. They looked more likely to run once they acquired Kenyon Drake, and obviously they shipped off their other running back, David Johnson, to Houston to acquire DeAndre Hopkins. So after we selected Kenyon Drake, Austin Hooper came off the board, followed by Leonard Fournette, Kenny Galladay, Travis Kelsey, Lamar Jackson, George Kittle. Like I said, right after someone picked Mahomes, Lamar came shortly after, and then right after someone picked Travis Kelsey, George Kittle came after. Typically, you see Kittle actually go first, which to me makes no sense. This isn't a dynasty league. I'd rather have Kelsey. I think they're on a more pass-heavy team, so I think that's better for Kelsey. Now, obviously, in this league, like I said, this mock draft, we have two running backs and we have a flex spot, quarterback, two wide receivers, tight end, flex spot so so looking at the board you could really go anywhere here besides quarterback and tight end this is a 12 team league so I don't think quarterback or tight end are super important in the first couple rounds of the draft obviously you could go ahead and get a guy like Mark Andrews who to me is going to be scoring a bunch of touchdowns this year and getting a bunch of yards but at the end of the day I'd much rather look at the running back or the wide receiver position here so looking at the top running backs available we still have Miles Sanders Gurley and CEH for wide receivers we've got Evans Cooper Odell AJ Brown Juju Allen Robinson Calvin Ridley is also still available but to me it's between a few guys here for wide receiver Mike Evans to me would be the clear pick here just because I think this is a standard league so the yards matter more so the fact that I don't think he's gonna be catching his balls as many balls doesn't really matter this year for standard obviously Miles Sanders or CEH could be the pick here as well well I don't believe Miles Sanders is gonna be the elite guy this year that we saw towards the end of last season but he could be because right now they haven't added any running backs as I've recorded this Carlos Hyde went to the Seattle Seahawks so If they don't add that big thumper type of back, a thumper back is like one of those huge motherfuckers, like let's say Jay Ajayi, or maybe a big guy like Jordan Howard, like we've seen on Philly, who just gets the ball and they thump it into the end zone, or they hand him the ball, they get him tired, and then Miles Sanders comes in there and hits him with the whoop-de-wop and scores a touchdown. They don't have that right now. So Miles Sanders could actually be very, very good this season. And in August, if there is no backup running back behind Miles Sanders, well, Boston Scott's obviously the backup behind him, who's actually pretty good, and is a guy that I actually like to get in the back of the draft, I would be fine drafting Miles Sanders. CH, the argument for him is that he's on the Kansas City Chiefs. While I say they're a pass-heavy offense, they're still going to be running the ball. Mr. Andy Reid was eating the cheeseburger, like I said in the other video. He called up Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes sounded like Kermit the Frog and told him, get that running back out of LSU. I didn't, couldn't do a good Kermit the Frog impression right there, but that's what he wants to do. He wants to get the ball in the hands of CEH. Pat Mahomes selected him for a reason. They want to get the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire involved in the passing game as well as the rushing game. So I would argue here it's between Miles Sanders and CEH, but I would honestly here go CEH. I just think he has more upside, but I wouldn't argue against going Miles Sanders either. Let me know down below in the comments, or would you have went with Mike Evans? But I personally believe bolstering the running back core early is very important to the success of your draft. I think getting a running back in the first three rounds, you need to get at least two out of the first three rounds. I went with three. That's not necessarily something you have to do, but if the draft goes 
goes wrong, where all these other people are, or not really wrong, but wrong for that strategy. If a bunch of people are picking running backs, you just go ahead and pick three fucking wide receivers, because at the end of the day, you got to pick where the most value is. Now, right now, I'm pretty happy with what we did, because the wide receivers that are still available, I really like. So looking after we went with CEH, Mike Evans came out the board, followed by Miles Sanders, Amari Cooper, David Montgomery, very high for him. Juju Smith-Schuster, Allen Robinson, Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, pretty typical. Cooper Cup, David Johnson, OBJ, Mark Andrews, James Conner, AJ Brown, Mark Ingram, Devin Singletary. So you see, after those big 15 running backs come off the board, they die down. They fall off a goddamn cliff, and you're shitting yourself trying to figure out who I should pick. So that's why I like to load up on them early. Now, looking at the wide receivers still available, which is where we're going to be going, but if you guys have enjoyed thus far before we select this wide receiver, I would please really like if you guys could click that subscribe button. So right now, looking at the board, Miles Sanders, obviously, we did not pick him. I don't know why I'm saying that. But Calvin Ridley, Cortland Sutton, Robert Woods, all great wide receivers on the board. So we are picking at the four spots. We get a pick at the turn, which is pretty good. I actually like picking either at the beginning or the end of the draft. I don't really like smack dab in the middle because I like to get those turn kind of picks because in the middle of the draft, you're just sitting there at the middle the whole time. You're just sitting there waiting for your pick. Whereas here, you make your pick, you pick again, and then you can go get a drink or something when you're drafting. You can go take a shit mid-draft shit because that always got to happen if you're drinking too many beer too many brewskis, I should say, you're just going to get absolutely, you're just going to have to take a shit, so that, I digress, we're going to go with Calvin Ridley here, to me, Calvin Ridley and Robert Woods are the two closest picks here, I think Calvin Ridley has the potential to be a top 12 wide receiver this season, especially since I think that offense is going to be just as explosive as last year, if you look at Calvin Ridley's stats, once Mohamed Sanu left, it was like half with Mohamed Sanu, half without, because they traded Mohamed Sanu to the Patriots, Calvin Ridley really started lighting it up, so I think we're going to see a much better Calvin Ridley this year than opposed to last year, obviously, especially since Matt Ryan does this thing where Matt Ryan goes hot and then he goes good, hot, good, hot, good. And he had a good season last year. I think his hot season is coming up this year. So looking at the draft board, after we went with Calvin Ridley, Chris Carson came off the board, followed by Keenan Allen, Cortland Sutton, JT, Le'Veon Bell, and Devontae Parker. Le'Veon Bell I like a lot less in standard leagues due to the fact that I think a lot of his upside comes in the pass-catching game because they're going to be dumping the ball off to him a whole lot. Devontae Parker I really do not like at all as well. I really think Devontae Parker's going to have a bad season. We saw the first eight games of last season. He was completely garbage when Preston Williams was healthy, and obviously Preston Williams is going to be healthy to start the beginning of this season. So now it is our turn to make our selection, and to me, it is very, very clear who we want on the board right here, and it's at the top. You probably cannot see it because I just realized that I have this cropped a little bit wrong. It's wide receiver Robert Woods. He's the best wide receiver available in my humble opinion. I think Robert Woods is going to have an amazing season just like we saw at the stretch, down the stretch at the end of last year. The beginning of his season was completely garbage. This guy was one of those guys who you put in your lineup and he absolutely took a shit all over your lineup. He did nothing, but deep down the stretch, he was doing much better. Now they're without Brandon Cooks, so it's going to be the two wide receivers, Cup and Woods, and I would argue that Woods could have a better season than Cup easily. I think both those guys have top 15 potential, so I really like Woods deep late in the draft. I think he's going to have an amazing year, just like Calvin Ridley, who we selected the round prior. Looking at the board after we made our selection of Robert Woods, DK Metcalf came off the board, followed by AJ Green, Darius Geis, J.K. Dobbins, Raheem Mostert, Zach Ertz, Carryon Johnson, Deshaun Watson, T.Y. Hilton, Dak Prescott, Cam Akers, Darren Waller, Kyler Murray, Hayden Hurst, Kareem Hunt. So Hayden Hurst is really skyrocketing up draft boards. I've seen it already on drafters. Drafting against real people, it's fucking sad because I love Hayden Hurst so much. He's going to become one of those sixth-round picks. He's not going to be a sleeper coming in the next couple of months. I can just see him really rising there. I 
don't understand the love for A.J. Green. I understand the guy might play this year, but he's as injury-prone as it gets, so don't be drafting A.J. Green. I love Kareem Hunt's value right there at the 608. I think he's very safe even in a non-PPR league due to the fact that if Chubb was to get hurt, he's a potential top-five guy. And even with Chubb in the game, I think he's going to see a lot more rushing opportunities than last year. I really hate Darius Geis. I don't see any reason in drafting him. I know there's going to be people, oh, if Darius Geis could stay healthy, he's going to be so great. But their backfield is cluttered as fuck. There's just too many guys in that backfield for me to even really want to touch a guy who's so injury-prone that early. I mean, I've seen him go even a bit later than that, and I still don't really like his value regardless of where you get him. If you've noticed, a lot of tight ends have came off the board as well as a decent amount of quarterbacks. Very typical to your at-home league. We're going to be seeing tight ends and quarterbacks go very fast, whereas in these expert type of leagues, not even an expert league, but in some of these drafts you see that I'm in, these other people are a lot more prone to just wait on those positions, which is what you should do, but not a lot of people do it. Now, Sony Michelle's actually a very interesting case right now I'd like to click on him and read what it says about him because he ended up getting hurt and he had to have surgery he had foot surgery that got un- underwent in May so who knows if he'll be able they're saying he might be on the pup list which means physically unable to participate in practice so that's very worrisome does that affect me drafting him it wouldn't in this type of a situation where I already have three running backs but if I only had two I think I'd really stay away from Sony Michelle so right here we're gonna go ahead and select him since I think he's our best bet to becoming a running back that we could put in our flex spot if anything happens but what I'm saying is if you're taking him as your running back too I wouldn't feel super happy doing it especially since I'm not sure he's going to be able to begin the season actually healthy and be able to play so if we're looking at the board right now after we went ahead and selected Sony Michelle DJ Chark came out the board followed by Debo Samuel DeAndre Swift Stefan Diggs Marlon Mack and Russell Wilson so right now we're probably going to be looking to acquire our third wide receiver before we even touch the tight ends, because even though my favorite tight end sleeper in Hayden Hurst is already gone, I still think we can go ahead and find a tight end late that I like. So right now, look at the board. Jarvis Landry still available. Michael Gallup, Tyler Boyd, Hollywood Brown. Now, Tyler Boyd's a guy who I just view as a very safe option. I think he's going to be racking up a whole lot of yards this year, as well as touchdowns. There are some other players here, too, that I also like. I think Julian Edelman is worthy of a pick here late in the draft, but I think he may be able to fall to us. Hollywood Brown also obviously kind of worth a pick, but he's more of one of those boom or bust kind of picks. You throw him in the flex, either he's going to blow up in a game with Lamar, or he's going to absolutely play like shit like we saw at the end of last, or that we saw all of last season. So I think I kind of worry about that, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't mind going Hollywood Brown here. Though here, we are going to have to make a tough decision, and at the end of the day, I think I would just like to go with Tyler Boyd. I hope that a guy like Marvin Jones or Julian Edelman could fall to me in the next round. If not, I'm perfectly fine getting a guy like John Brown or Darius Slayton later, or even Deontay Johnson, who all those guys are very underrated. And I actually made a video about sleeper wide receivers just two days ago, so if you guys want to watch that, I go fully in depth on a lot of these guys that I was just talking about, and I talk about their stats and why I like them and some of their upsides and some of their downsides as well because I don't like to just put one opinion on each guy. I like to try to, in those videos, give you the good and the bad of each player. So we're going to go with Tyler Boyd here. So if we're talking like that video, the good with Tyler Boyd, obviously a 1,000-yard receiver two years in a row, a guy that is going to be scoring touchdowns. The downside of him is obviously the new quarterback coming in in Joe Burrow. Will he be ready? Will he develop the same connection with Tyler Boyd that Mr. Andy Dalton had? But to me, that also doesn't really too much matter because we saw even when Ryan Finley was the quarterback, Tyler Boyd was dominating. And then there's going to be the upside as well of the fact that with AJ Green in the game he actually plays better than without AJ Green but his numbers are still very high regardless so we're gonna go with Tyler Boyd here with our seventh overall pick so right now looking at our team on the left side obviously it's a bit faded we have Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, Calvin Ridley, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Sony Michelle, and Tyler Boyd 
through seven picks. So now we are on our eighth pick of the draft. Looking back at the draft board, Tyler Boyd came out the board, or not Tyler Boyd, Tyler Higby. After we selected Tyler Boyd, then Josh Allen, Jordan Howard, Thomas Brady, Daniel Jones, Jarvis Landry, Matt Ryan, Philip Lindsay, Michael Gallup, Ronald Jones, Will Fuller, Keyshawn Vaughn, Tevin Coleman, Christian Kirk, Hollywood Brown, and Alexander Madison. So interesting, Dalvin Cook went at the 106, and Alexander Madison went at the 8. Oh eight, which is kind of notable because the guy before him had the chance to pick his handcuff in Alexander Madison. If you draft Alvin Cook, even before this holdout situation, I was telling you guys, please draft Alexander Madison. Please draft Alexander Madison. Now, even more, you have to draft Alexander Madison. But a great pick by that guy, as long as Dalvin Cook holds out. But if Dalvin Cook doesn't hold out, I think the eighth round's a little high for a hand. Cuff. So looking at our team, I think we need yet another running back to help solidify this team and then likely go wide receiver and then hit the quarterback and tight end. A bit later, we still have one, two, three, four bench spots left, obviously, plus the quarterback and the tight end, the defense and the kicker. But we go kicker defense the last two rounds. It's very stupid to go a kicker anytime rather than that. So looking at the board right now, Damian Williams is on the board, followed by Matt Breida, Latavius Murray, James White, Darrell Henderson, Tariq Cohen, Zach Moss. So a guy I really like here is actually Matt Breida. I honestly think he could be the starter of the team. Now, obviously, they're going to be in a running back by committee system with Jordan Howard and Matt Breida, but I think Matt Breida being the speedster on the team, being the guy who's not the thumper. Jordan Howard's the thumper. Matt Breida's the guy who can catch passes out of the backfield. Now, obviously, you're playing in a standard league, so those catches don't mean as much, but they still obviously help for the team, and I think we could see him go potentially for over a 1,000 yards in this offense. I really believe that this offense is going to look good, even though the O-line is obviously worrisome because they had to draft all new guys and bring in a whole new line, so that obviously doesn't mean that the line's going to be that much better, but for the future it should be, but not necessarily for this year. So now we are up to bat yet again, and here we can easily get one of my favorite late-round wide receiver picks in Darius Slayton or Deontay Johnson. I even still like Mike Williams. I think Deontay Johnson is the guy I like the best out of here, but I would not be. He's probably the less safe than Darius Slayton. I think Darius Slayton is safe. Because he has that connection with Daniel Jones, we will see him likely get a lot of targets, even though he's not necessarily the wide receiver one on the team. The wide receiver one is likely a guy like Sterling Shepard or Golden Tate. But with Deontay Johnson, he's clearly not going to be the one if Juju Smith-Schuster stays healthy. And he obviously has the unknowns. Does Big Ben look for him? Obviously, we see him blow up. We saw Deontay Johnson blow up with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph under center. So do we see that same connection? So he's a bit more risky, but I think late in the draft, I'd like to take that risk and go and get Deontay Johnson. But I wouldn't argue against either guy here at that pick. So after we went with Deontay Johnson, we're probably going to be looking at the quarterback position soon, soon now because we are now 10 picks or 10 rounds into the draft. So looking at that, after we went with Matt Breida, I don't think I recapped it. Julian Edelman came out the board, followed by Devontae Freeman, who's not even on a team. Damian Williams, Marvin Jones, James White, John Brown, Deontay Johnson, and then Latavius, Darius Slayton, Brandon Cooks, Preston Williams, Zach Moss, Mike Williams, Darrell Henderson, Tariq Cohen, Evan Ingram, Boston Scott, Hunter Henry, Justin Jackson, Duke Johnson, Emmanuel Sanders, first dumbass of the video. San Francisco 49ers defense do not draft the defense before the last two rounds of the draft. And then Chase Edmonds. So now we're going to probably have to go ahead and get some more running backs to add onto the team so that we have a great running back core. Now a great handcuff here still available is Tony Pollard. If Zeke was to fall down, was to have that Humpty Dumpty off the wall type of deal where he gets hurt, Tony Pollard could easily be a running back one in fantasy. We saw last year in games where Tony Pollard was given the opportunity he was absolutely eviscerating defenses so I think it's safe to say that if Zeke goes down Tony Pollard is one of the best handcuffs in the game EA Sports style it's in the game so after we went with Tony Pollard we can look at the board real quick right here 
After we went with Tony Pollard, Pittsburgh Steelers defense, Nikhil Harry, AP, Sterling Shepard, McCall Hardman, Naheem Hines. Now, I know I called the guy an idiot for drafting a defense early, but in your at-home league, you could see a defense going like the eighth round, and I wouldn't even phase. It wouldn't even phase me because people are just stupid and do that. The reason why you don't want to do that is because you want to draft the defense in the last two rounds. They're playing against an easy opponent week one, and then week two, if they have a harder opponent on, on offense against them, you just cut them, find a new one. I make videos about that every single week, so it's very easy to follow along with. So looking at the board here, we're probably going to go ahead and attack another wide receiver or running back here. Probably a running back because this is going to be our last pick before we got to get our quarterback, tight end, defense, and kicker. We actually waited a while on tight end, so going tight end might be the better pick here because we have a lot more of the swing based after this. We're not on the swing because we just picked, and then we pick again, and then we wait a while until we get to pick again, so we'll probably end up going tight end here. Tight end still available. Jared Cook, Austin Hooper, Rob Gronkowski, Noah Fant, Mike Kosicki. Now, I argue all the time Rob Gronkowski is a terrible pick. And I still kind of agree with it because I don't think he's going to play the full 16 games. But right now at this value, normally he goes in like the eighth round. I will happily take him here and hope he gives me a solid like eight games of production. And then at the end of the day, you're probably going to have to end up cutting him because he's going to get hurt. And he hasn't played a full season. If you look here, since it shows all the way up to 2013, notice how none of those are full seasons. So that's kind of scary. But hey, him and Tom Brady have a great connection. And in Tampa Bay, I'm sure Bruce Arians will be able to dial up the play calls to get Mr. Rob Gronkowski the ball, one of the greatest tight ends of all time, still playing the game now. So CeeDee Lamb comes off the board after we selected Gronk. Giovanni Bernard, Anthony Miller, great wide receiver sleeper that I like. And J- Jamison Crowder, Anthony McFarlane, shout out to Booger. Uh, Baltimore Ravens defense, Golden Tate, Curtis Samuel, Austin Hooper, Carson Wentz, who I like late, but I don't love him. A lot of people really buy into him. I just worry about his health concerns. Royce Freeman, Robbie Anderson, Aaron Rodgers, Jared Cook, Malcolm Brown, Jamal Williams. Right here, we're probably looking quarterback. And if I'm being honest with you guys right here, probably multiple teams have two quarterbacks they don't in this draft. So you probably are going to be stuck with a guy like Kirk Cousins, who I really think has a lot of upside. I really like Drew Locke as well. Same with Gardner Minshew. So those would be the guys I would be targeting. But obviously here, Drew Brees is here, so that's the clear pick here. I think him and Stafford are close, but I think Brees just has that upside of you're not really too worried about the back, whereas with Stafford, you're worried about his back injury and if he's going to be able to stay healthy throughout the whole season, which we saw affect him last year. Obviously only played in eight games in the season before that. He played the full 16, but the back was causing him to play not too hot. After we went Drew Brees, Alshon, Jeffrey, Noah Fant, Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills, Matthew Stafford, Dallas Godert, and Anthony Gibson. So here we're going to go ahead and select our final player, running back A.J. Dillon, the handcuff for Aaron Jones, you would hope. But you never know. Jamal Williams could still be seeing touches. If he goes down, he probably will. It might be a split. But A.J. Dillon looked huge on that Twitter picture, so that boosts him up the rankings. It actually doesn't, but I think that he could be a guy seeing a lot of touchdowns if Aaron Jones was to go down because Aaron Jones scored a zillion touchdowns last year and Mr. A.J. Dillon's bigger than him. After with A.J. Dillon, Jack Doyle came off the board followed by Gus Bus, Edwards, Rashad Penny, Joshua Kelly, Big Ben Roethlisberger, Carlos Hyde, Darrington Evans, Justice Hill, a bunch of defenses, Janu Smith, a bunch of defenses, a kicker, Jared Goff, another kicker. So now it is time to pick our kicker in defense. First, we're going to go ahead and select our kicker in William Lutz out of the New Orleans Saints. Very easy pick for the kickers. I'm going to make a kicking rank- a kicker ranking video actually deeper into the offseason. For defenses, I will make a defense. Which defenses to draft? These aren't the defenses that you want for the whole season, but you want for the first week. I have not done that research yet, but I do believe the LA Chargers have a decent game week one against the Cincinnati Bengals, so they would be my pick there up against a rookie, Joe Burrow. He's bound to make a couple of mistakes in his first overall game, his first ever game in the NFL. We got a B-plus by Fantasy Pros, but don't go ahead and cry yourself to sleep if you get a B-plus to see. It doesn't really matter. It's about how you perceive the team and how I perceive the team. So if you guys actually do a mock draft, just leave it down below in the 
Twitter.com and send me the link on Twitter or just type it out and I'll go ahead and read it and give you guys a ranking down below in the comment section. I will be doing that as well for your whole roster come August, give you guys a ranking and tell you guys maybe some things you might want to add or cut from your roster. Or even do some trades. So our final roster here, quarterback Drew Brees, running backs are Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, our wideouts are Robert Woods, Calvin Ridley, our tight end is Gronk, our flex is CEH, defense and kicker don't really matter. Sony Michelle, Tyler Boyd, Matt Breida, Deontay Johnson, Tony Pollard, and A.J. Green comprise of our bench. And by A.J. Green, I mean A.J. Dillon because we are not drafting A.J. Green on this channel. That guy is a fucking bum. So thank you guys all for watching this video. If at any point you ended up enjoying, make sure to click that subscribe button down below. If you laughed or if anything, just let me know down below in the comments. And if you guys want to shout out, leave down below the code Dorito and I will shout you out in a future video i typically do all the shout outs from a couple of videos in a row all in one video uh, a couple of days later so thank you guys all for watching this video i love you all have a great rest of your guys day and i'll see you guys tomorrow with yet another behanger of a video good boy